Um, so it's 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 a beautiful thing, man. And she really did change my heart, changed me as a person. I've, I've been clean for since November twenty or two thousand nine. I've been clean. Um, and uh, but, but I don't, you know, when I say my prayers every day, you know, for the most part, I I'm grateful for my addiction because it helped me get to the to the depths, the lowest of the lows, and it, and it helped me, you know, figure out who I am as a person. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with round two of our talk with Daniel Blue, the founder of Quest Education. Today, we're going to shift focus a little bit, and we're going to find out how Daniel found himself in the depths of addiction and how he raised himself through running a seven-figure business. Here we go. Like, do you think taxes are going to go up? And if you do, it might be an, an idea worth looking into paying taxes now, looking at the tax bracket now. No, I mean, and I love that you're, you're talking about these things because it really does affect people today and what they look at, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years down the road. I mean, things that happen now affect us, you know, then. And I love that you brought up, you know, Ronald Reagan, the tax rates, because, yeah, I mean, as the as the government increases tax rates, historically, you know, the revenue doesn't increase with it from the government. So, you again, now you have to make up that money somewhere else. And like you alluded to, Daniel, let's just print more money. Um, it's the easiest way to do it. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. So I know, I know you mentioned you didn't go to Yale. Um, in fact, you had a lot different life growing up. Um, had a daughter, 18, 19 years old or something like that, and then found yourself um, in a lot more, I guess, less comfy than, than would be a Yale dorm room. Could you tell us about how you have really overcome so much to now leading this business? And you're talking very smartly about finances when probably you shouldn't be because of the past issue that you've, that you've lived. Yeah, I... Um... I mean, I, I just really have lived trial by, by error. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, there's there's a really uh, great quote in the book that, that I'm reading, the Will Smith book. I was reading it last night, so it's just fresh in my, my mind. And he's like, you know, I heard one day that people said that life is like school. But the only difference is when you go to school, you get the lesson first, and then you take the path. But <laughs> in life, you take the test first, yep. and then it's up to you to figure out the lesson. Yeah. And that, that quote hit home for me, Dustin, because... You know, I, I made a lot of mistakes, you know, I, I made like 90 grand when I was 18 years old. Um, I got into sales, never made that kind of money before. My parents weren't rich um, and, and I didn't know how to handle that money. And then the next year I made a hundred thousand and, you know, did pretty well for myself. Um, but I was a knucklehead and, uh, you know, I ended up owing money to the IRS, um, ended up screwing up my credit when I was younger. Um, and then, as you mentioned earlier, you know, I ended up having a, a child at a young age, um, at 18 years old. There's a few things that happened to me that definitely changed my perspective and, and who I am as, as a person. Uh, I dropped out of college at 18. I got a, a woman pregnant at 18 and then I got addicted to Oxycontin. Um, Oxycontin was my way of masking my childhood. Some things mm-hmm. I went through as a kid and I had some demons that I was fighting. And, uh, I feel like God was just like, hey, man, like, here's your chance, bro. Like, here's your chance to get right in life. And 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 I don't know how many more chances I'm going to give you, but this is your one shot. <laughs> he gave me a daughter. And I truly believe that my daughter was was given to me to, and, and if anyone is is a, is a husband, is a boyfriend, and uh, is a man, period, and they have a daughter like, that's over eight years old, like, you know what I'm talking about? My daughter's 13 right now. Um, so it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing, man. And, and she really did change my heart and change me as a person. I've, I've been clean for since November 20 or 2009, I've been right. clean. Right. Um, and, uh, but, but I don't, you know, when I say my prayers every day, you know, for the most part, I I'm grateful for my addiction because it helped me get to the, to the depths, to the lowest of the lows. And, mm-hmm. it, and it helped me, 
you know, figure out who I am as a person. Um, and then I'm really grateful, obviously, for, for having a healthy baby and, and being able to be a father at, at a young age to just learn a bunch of crap at a young age. So um, that's been kind of part of my my imposter syndrome, like my doubts and, and being a business owner. It's like, man, like, you know, I'm, I'm 33, you know, this year and I own a financial company and I didn't take the path that a lot of business owners take that are in the financial space. You know, like you go on LinkedIn and, you right. know, they went to freaking, you know, Harvard or Yale or USC and they got a degree in economics and they got this, this and this. And, you know, that, that's not me. Um, but as long as you can actually solve a problem for somebody mm-hmm. and you know deliver on your fulfillment and develop, deliver on your service, um, that's, that's what it's about. You know, it's a beautiful part about living in, in America, right? Like it makes this country so beautiful. We get the ability to take part in capitalism and start businesses and the market doesn't really care if you're in college or not, or if you're a, you know, an ex drug addict, the market cares, you know, can you solve a problem and, and can you provide solutions? What you do a pretty decent job of that. That's awesome. I mean, and I think, you know, maybe not so much that you're thankful for it, but, you know, going through the process, but when you come out on the other side, you're like, wow, that, I learned a lot. Like I said, you take the test and you figure out if you're going to actually learn the lesson or not. And so, you know, while you're going through that, and now you've, you've obviously made a huge transition uh, and congrats on just really turning your, your entire life around. Um, I mean, what helped you develop? I mean, what gave you that will to, to really not just survive, but, but thrive? And what was the key to, to growing that mindset that you needed to do that? So my, my dad um, wasn't in my life when I turned 12. He moved to Mexico. And that was part of you know, my trauma and, and, and my demons were like, my, my dad and I were really close. And my parents got divorced and he moved to Mexico and never came back. I didn't talk to him. Mm-hmm. That broke my heart. And uh, I definitely made it a vow to, I was like, man, I, I don't want to do that to my kids. Like, you know, I'm thinking at the time, like, I don't have a daughter. I'm, you know, I don't have kids at the time. Like, I have kids, like, I don't want to be an absent dad. Like, I'm not going to do this to, you know, my wife. I'm not going to do this to my kids. Like, this ain't happening. But that's always been a driving factor. And then, you know, my mom is is raising me on her own. And in Southern California, it's pretty expensive. You know, so we struggled. Um, but thinking, man, I, I don't want to struggle financially. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I don't want to struggle financially. But I didn't have, like, these huge ambitions as a kid in the sense of, like, man, you know, I'm, you know, I don't have this Gary Vee story where like I was an entrepreneur out the womb and like started businesses in middle school and high school. And, five, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Like that wasn't me. Like I, I, didn't, I never thought I was going to be a business owner until probably like five years ago. Right. Um, so I'm kind of new to the game in that respect, but I just knew the things I didn't want and the things I didn't want drove me to keep going. I didn't know what I wanted. Uh, I wasn't very clear on that, um, but I knew so bad what I didn't want that it, it pushed me to keep going. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, I mean, just to tip your hat again, to, to tip my hat to you again, I mean, I've got, I got three little boys running, like, running around like elephants right now upstairs. And I tell you what, like, I, I am not man enough to, to, to be a dad of a daughter. <laughs> it's just it's a, it's a hat tip there. But, you know, I mean, I think there's so much about family and so much about being a father or, or, or a mom or husband, whatever. And I think so much that relates back to business. I mean, it sounds like you were really raised – um, and this means when personally you were, you grew and you kind of rose to really become a leader, to become the entrepreneur. So, I mean, it's, it's the age old question. I mean, leaders, are they born or are they developed? I mean, what's your take on it? Yeah, I truly believe that we all have 
something special in us when we're born and it's up to our environment to really shape us right and it's up to to me it's the two e's it's the environment and the experiences that we face that we deal with that's going to shape us as a human being um that i think you can take anyone um and throw them in a different environment and give them different experiences and they're going to come out different right like it might have certain tendencies and lean a certain way because you know, like maybe certain genes got passed on from their mom or like, I'm not a biologist or scientist. So I might've even used a wrong term. Right. But like, I do think there's some things we inherit from our parents or family members. Right. But to me, what's even way more carries way more weight is the experiences and the environment that, that we're in, um, in, in which well, and I'm, I'm always going to answer that question in the sense of like, man, they're, they're created, right. They're, you know, you, 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 you bake the cake, right? Like that cake's going to come out a lot of different ways, depending on how, how, how you, you bake it, what, what ingredients you put it in. So it's me, it, it comes down to, you know, just those experiences and environment that you, that were put in. Yeah. You know, I, I've, I've always kind of pushed back against the, you know, leaders are born type thing, just because like you said, I mean, I mean, people are born certain ways, you know, some people are born left-handed, some people are born taller, whatever the case may be. But, but I really do feel, and I agree with you that that is, you learn, and I love you put that it's it's your experience and your environment. You know, what are you constantly fed every day? Not just food, but spiritually, but emotionally, but physically, all those different things. Then, then how do you learn? Like I said, you could, you went through a lot that you could have easily just punted life as a whole, but but you learn from your experiences. And then, you know, kind of bring this back, I guess, to, to the business side. Um, you know, financially, I mean, when I'm looking at PL statements, whatever case may be, if I run my own business, I mean. When, when I talk about taking care of workforce now with employees and everything, do you feel like um, businesses aren't really providing enough call it financial literacy for their workforce? Is it because they don't know themselves or just because they don't want to do it? I mean, when you deal with clients and businesses, I mean, what do you feel like is really holding them back from those type? Yeah, I, I just think it comes down to a priority. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, as whoever is making the decisions within your business, what are their priorities, right? And um, everything is a priority, but nothing is a priority. I think one thing that we've seen right now with the current climate, with COVID and the great resignation is like the priority has been, okay, culture. You know? like, how can we have a better culture? How can we, you know, make the whole work uh, from home thing work, hybrid thing work? know increasing pto mental health making sure the employees are in a good spot like all that stuff is kind of a priority right now right so i think it just comes down to is it is it a priority right like for for us right like we offer 401ks to our employees um that's a priority because i would feel like a dump a knucklehead if i'm over here helping people set up solo 401ks and we can't even offer a 401k plan for our employees right like that's the priority for us. I think it just comes down to like, what is your priority? Um, what are your priorities? However, the more priorities you have, um, then the less bandwidth you have, right? If you're focused on everything, you're focused on nothing. Everything's a priority, then nothing's a priority, right? So there is some of that give and take. So, I mean, let's talk about your employees, um, your business, Quest Education. Walk us through some of the things that, that you do. I mean, like I said, you, you talked about setting up 401ks and everything like that. I mean, what are some of the additional services that, that Quest actually provides uh, for your clients? 
Um, so once we help them access their retirement accounts, penalty and tax free, and they use that money to maybe fund their business or pay off high interest rate credit card debt, um, we, we want to come from a place of, of service, servicing them from a customer service experience, because, you know, there's so many companies like ours, right? Like, so how do we differentiate ourselves? Um, one is, is really providing that white glove customer service where if one of the customers calls uh, or needs, needs help, they can call and, and get a live voice that's here in the United States. Right. Um, you know how annoying it is to, to call the bank and be on hold for 15 minutes and then the call gets disconnected? Oh, yeah. Or, you know, I, I, I'm talking to someone and I hear a bunch of background noise and like it just doesn't sound like a professional setting. Like, right. that thing sucks. You know, how many times I try to get help and like, I'm resorted to having to like do a, like a question on the little chat on their website. It's like, the dude, like we want, we want intimate conversations with people, right? Like it's really convenient picking up the phone and talking to a live human being. When I call the bank, I'm just trying to press zero, like live representatives, right? I hate <laughs> when I'm calling somebody and it's making me like, um, it's like the, 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 the robots talking to me, like we're helping, you know, check oh plus one, you know, for book play plus two. I'm just like, Representative, rep, you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's just so much time wasting, right? So try to create this environment where our customers can just call us. They can text us if they want email. Cool, like whatever their communication is. Like we want to get back to them as quickly as possible, and we want to be there for them as much as we can. If it's a phone call, cool, we're there. Yeah. Um, providing that is really important to us. And then you know maybe they need help in some different areas in their financial life. You know we're not CPAs, we're not uh, financial advisors. However, maybe they need help with their taxes or well, we can send them over to you know, a referral partner of ours that can help them with, you know, some, some uh, you know, CPA services, tax service. Hmm. Um, you know, maybe they you know, want to make an investment in crypto. I don't sell, we don't sell Bitcoin, we don't sell Ethereum, <laughs> but we can refer them to one of our you know, third parties that can help them with crypto. So we've got some different investment third parties we can send them to, you know, tax services, maybe estate planning. You know, maybe they need help with a line of credit or an SBA loan. Again, we don't do that, but if we can kind of be like their quarterback and whatever play call they want to run, um, we're there to help facilitate it. Yeah, and again, I think, you know, one thing that you really point out there is, uh, you know, how do you differentiate yourself? And when I think of most, call it financial advisors, or most people who are going to help me with my retirement, I think of somebody who's going to make sure that I buy their preferred, you know, 401k plans and their investment plans. You're not doing that. Since you all you're doing is allowing them to get access to their to the money that they already have, and then how to educate them on how to use it properly. Um, and so I think that's a huge difference here because not many people really. I think I think most people don't know about it, but also I don't think they want to do that because where's the money? I'd rather sell you and get a commission on you know this retirement plan that I, that my company sells versus teach you how to take it out and. <laughs> go use the money somewhere else. Um, so I guess, you know, you also mentioned there too, again, kind of being that quarterback. And I love that analogy as far as really kind of being that, that kind of that field journal, trying to help them dictate what's the pace of the game, where are you going to throw the ball? I mean, you work with a lot of financial people. Um, and where do you find that most people really kind of lean towards as far as that advice, whether it's their CPA, whether it's their current, 401k provider, their family, their environment where they got it from, where people do you think are getting the most education from and why is that good or bad? Facebook comments, yeah. <laughs> you know, family members at their Thanksgiving table. Mm. Um, yeah, man, it's, uh, we see like, who we want to serve 
are people that are, you know, 40 and 50 years above um, because they have, you know, an existing retirement account. You know, we, we want to not waste people's time and, and, and give value, right? So where we can give the most value is someone that comes from corporate, maybe has a 401k from an old job, maybe has an IRA, and uh, maybe they're not too happy with the account and or they like the idea of accessing that money penalty and tax free. Yeah. Um, and, and that person is, is probably really busy with their day-to-day life, right? Like they have a few kids, um, they have maybe a nine to five job or, you know, they're running their business full time or they got a nine to five plus they're run, running the side hustle. Like they're just really busy. And the, the whole idea of them learning about, okay, well, this is a Roth and this is a traditional, and this is a self-directed solo 401k. And this is a mutual fund, right? Like the idea of them going down that rabbit hole, they're just like, Dude, like out of sight, out of mind. Like I get my statements for my retirement account once a couple times a year. I look at my statement, how much did it go up? Did it go down? Okay, next. Let me get on with my next day activity, right? So like they're they're not, you know, too too involved because they're just so dang busy, right? So if we can come in and just give them a few nuggets and, and teach them some of the basics and then be there to support them. Um, it goes a long way. And, and the whole goal is to, again, help them solve some kind of problem. Typically the problem is, is they need funding for their business or they've got high interest rate debt credit card debt that they're trying to tackle. That's awesome. Uh, since we all know that time is money, I want to be respectful of your time, Daniel. Uh, so just two last questions. Um, what, what's, you know, what's that one nugget of, what's that one question that I just, did not ask you today that that you really want our audience to know um what would be that one two things that, that you really want to make sure that they walk away with today if you have high interest rate credit card debt like that's a ticking time bomb mm-hmm. like you need to figure out a way to pay that off as soon as possible and when i say high interest anything that's more than double digits that's just a lot of money to be throwing away to the bank right so if you've got 13, 15, 20% interest rates on personal loans, credit card debt. Um, you got to figure out a way to, to, to get that taken care of, right? Because it's just, it's bleeding. It's costing you money. So um, I think a lot of people, you know, are always thinking about, well, man, like I want to invest in crypto or, you know, I want, I want to invest in, you know, the next Facebook and like, that's cool. <laughs> take care of your, your foundation first, like take care of your home front. And, and the foundation is, some of the basics, like how are you managing your debt? Yeah. I think that's huge. Um, I think if you know if you don't take care of the foundation, like you said, and then try to invest in all these things, you're going to quickly find yourself in trouble if those things don't work out. So I guess last question for you, Daniel. I want to learn more about accessing my my retirement funds. I want to be able to. I want to be able to invest into my business. I want to be able to invest in these other things like retirement homes or whatever else. But I don't know where to start. So how do I get in touch with you, Daniel? Where can I learn more and have a conversation with you? Yeah, best place would be DanielBlue.me. That's DanielBlue.me. Um, you can pick up a copy of my, my best-selling book there called Blueprint to Your Best Retirement. Um, gives you access to uh, my podcast. I've got a podcast called How Winners Win. The, the mission behind that podcast is to help people win in their personal life, their financial life, their business life. So I uh, have a lot of fun there on uh, Spotify and, and uh, iTunes and all that kind of fun stuff. So again, it's called How Winners Win. So you can get linked to the, the, the content there. Um, and then I have a, a course, uh, a bunch of great content, um, and social media handles on my website. And then if you're, you know, thinking, oh, shoot, I did not know I could access my IRA or my 401k penalty and tax free. Like I want to learn more. Um, there's just a, some basic 
information that you can fill out there on the website and then uh, we can see if uh, it's something that's feasible. That's awesome. Well, Daniel, thank you again so much for uh, for your time today because I know that retirement planning, that understanding finances, to be able to invest in your business, whatever that may look like for you and as an individual, definitely ain't easy, but it's worth it. Daniel, thank you so much for your time, sir. Thank you again so much. Hey, Dustin, thank you for having me. It's a good time. Awesome. Pleasure, bud.